0: How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 13 Chapter 9 This is Season 13 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 9. In this episode, we will be talking about the economy of attention. In previous episodes, we talked about how the importance of free attention to determining the outcome of events. I strongly suggest that if interested in the content of this episode, you should listen to Season 3 Episode 2 beforehand. Specifically, in Season 3 Episode 2 we talked about how attention is passed around from actor to actor, and to the background, through emotional coupling. I won't revisit the content of that discussion, but strongly advise the listener to review the episode before continuing this one. In any event, as discussed in a previous episode, this conditioning of attention creates a corridor, so to speak through which the attention of a person will be passed. This passing of attention creates opportunities for what are called confidence wages, namely expectations or predictions about what may happen in future events. Free attention improves one's ability to succeed in one's confidence wages. When these confidence wages are correct, it provides the actor with an extension of their social mobility both in a social and physical sense. Confidence is accretive to success. It is like a performance enhancer. Now, confidence is also exchanged socially through social contracts. That is to say, when two individuals from a social contract, they exhibit reliance, as explained in season 12 episode 6, and this reliance and the confidence it creates about one's expectations being met, assures socially that they will be able to accomplish their social goals. Now these two forms of confidence move between social contracts and confidence wages through the social economy, in which attention is exchanged for confidence through emotional coupling as explained in Season 3 Episode 2. On the balance, the possessor of confidence achieves his or her social goals through social contracts. The possessor of free attention achieves his or her physical goals through confidence wages. Now, all of this is important as well to the nature of a consensual reality. The existence of less free attention permits greater discordance between two expectation fields. This discordance manifests as greater ability to impose a consensual reality upon others. But there are other implications as well. Emotional coupling is a dualistic form of relationship, but through social groupings, according to social geometry, mirroring of the tonic or the dominant by others can enhance the coordination of the conditioning of this attention. For example, Let's say two people are having a conversation. Person 1 is the dominant and is exhibiting mirroring interspersed by postural releases. Person 2 is the tonic. Now ordinarily, the attention of the tonic would be conditioned to the attention of the dominant and not free attention. But, if you add a third person into the mix, person 3, this person can mirror either the tonic or the dominant. If he or she mirrors the tonic then they will acquire the same conditioning of attention as the dominant. If they mirror the dominant, they will acquire free attention, or background attention in which case the system may become bimodal. The point is, the more people you add to a social interaction, the greater the number of arrangements of attention. These arrangements can become conditioned, which may impact each actor's free attention and the social contracts which they form this free attention may impact their confidence wages as well. A system possessing three or more participants may follow social geometry, which will bring it out of the dualistic perspective of reality. Thus, group exchanges are not always dualistic, so long as they represent geometric arrangements is set out in Season 10 Chapter 2 of the monologues. Thus, The social economy combined with social geometry produces a non-dualistic system which may represent a primordial unit class greater than two. Now, breaking social contracts, or divisive expectations, as opposed to conjoint, produces a theft of confidence and free attention, because it is not conditioned attention. Social participants who break social contracts acquire the ability to perform better in goal-directed actions but continuously breaking contracts destroys one's reliability and eliminates the willingness of others to participate socially. Thus, expectations must manage carefully to promote a person's objectives. More importantly, breaking expectation matching, rebuffing contracts, promotes free attention which can improve the likelihood of observing a glitch. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.